to Brad, you're an idiot. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Pastors Podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and the weird, weird, weird world, the weird world where Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts is a goddamn hero for a day. Oh, yeah, literally for a day. Literally for a day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is Michael Basinger. With me are Brad Polly, hey. Matt Polly. Hey. Together we are the Inglorious Pastors. Yeah. We're back. Cocktail night. Cocktail night. Oh, uh, boy. Announcements. going to be a shit show, kid. What's the book we're giving away? Oh, B- Between the, wor- uh, between between the, the world, world and Me. me. Yeah. By uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates. All right. So we're uh, you ready for the drum roll for that? I am. All right. Let's see. I got a winner. <laughs> Melissa Murray at Espresso Mama hey. 3. Do we ship to Canada? I no, I don't think so. Apparently we do now. So <laughs> I'm not sure um, they'll let our shit in at this point. <laughs> that's true. So. They, they do not want us. Um, uh, also, the, the next book, uh, I have a pick. Is that all right? If I yeah, do go ahead. pick the next one? Yeah, uh, Just Mercy, uh, A Story of Justice and oh, Redemption okay. nice. by uh, Brian Stevenson. All right. Um, made a movie out of that. Yeah, they made they made a movie out of it. Uh, and uh, the uh, book the book is excellent as well. Um, yeah. So Between the World and Me is... Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I read that last week as well as Just I got Mercy. About 30 pages left, I think. Oh, dude. I'm going to try to kill The it off writing tonight. is just incredible. It's incredible. The style is great. It's Everything's great. Yeah. It's it's incredible. It's an, boy, that back to, or uh, reading White Fragility and then that back to back was a yeah. one two punch in the face, man. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Um, all right. So if you'd like to enter that book contest, uh, follow Why? us on Twitter.com. Slash Pastors Podcast, and there sh- should be a uh, tweet just pinned to the top reaction. for the next week. Um, you just have to follow us and retweet in order to enter. That's it. Simple as that. And then I will select a winner at random. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. Hey, hey, what are you drinking? Hey, hey, I've been thinking that it. So hey, hey, what are you drinking now? Yeah. <laughs> Michael should know this. Ooh, I want to take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Key Largo, Montego. Baby, why don't we go down to Florida Beach Boys, fucking love them. So it's a thousand degrees in Indiana. Yeah, a literal thousand degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought we would. I, th- I made my ties. Excuse me, Senor. Yeah. May I speak to you, please? <laughs> I, thought the same thing. I asked for my tie, and they brought me a pina colada, <laughs> and I said no salt. No, no salt, salt on the margarita. margarita. But it had salt on it. I've seen the munchies. Big grains of salt on Los Angeles. Is that Larry Boy? Because I could. Uh. If I could shut this whole resort down, <laughs> sir. What is that? It's from uh, Office Space. It's Milton uh, at the end when he's on the beach after he stole all that money. <laughs> I thought about that. Today. I was like, "Oh, that's going on yeah, the board." I thought about it too. <coughs> uh, Can we talk about what we have in the drink? Yeah, my ties: uh, dark rum, white rum, uh, triple sec, orange juice, lime juice. What about and a splash of grenadine? What about par rum pum pum pum? Nope. 
Mm, damn. I actually, and I, what? instead of white rum, I did coconut rum. It's it even better. It's even better. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty fantastic. And we're stirring it with dicks. Uh, yeah, we have dicks. There's a pic on Instagram. And so I don't, don't really know you where they came from. You put a dick pic on Instagram? I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't remember where these came from. I don't know. Somebody sent them to us at one point, and I don't know. Michael just ate the cherry off his penis. <laughs> well. <laughs> Delicious. All right. That's, that's what we're drinking. God, play the music. Whatever music. What are we hey. doing? <laughs> um, stick around, stick around, kids, because it's gonna get ugly. What the fuck is going on? You know, I've been to a lot of places <laughs> in the past couple weeks. Just wear a goddamn mask. Oh. What? what is your problem? Nobody. Nobody. In Nobody. Indiana. Nobody. Nobody. I'll go into a store and I'll have mine on and people look at me like I've got an arm growing out of my chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to try. They're, yeah. they're trying to stay away from they me. They look like, at me like I'm the problem. Like yep. it's, <laughs> it's just, just so stupid. We're the dumbest country on earth and Europe, the most selfish. Europe is banned us. And the most selfish country on earth. We're banned from Europe. And that is why we were destined Pro-tip. for this virus mm-hmm. to be the worst. We called it. We called yeah, it at the beginning. I mean, it just it's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Pro tip on these drinks. Just get your get your dick wet and then lick the dick. It's great, Michael. Delicious. Michael. <laughs> what? Yeah, a lot of places are requiring you to wear not, masks. Not really. There's not yeah, very many. But nobody's are. actually wearing them. Where in Menards? Menards, well, you have to. That's the Menards, only business I know no, of home, in Indiana right home now. Home Depot, you have to too because you okay. can get fired if you don't. No, but that is if is that if you work there? If you work there. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just talking about well, like I have to wear one at work. Actual yeah, so do I. customers. Yep. So anyway, it's it's stupid. We're stupid. Yeah. It's a stupid country full of stupid this is, people. It's going to go. And if people are like, this, we're not, not even. This I, isn't even the second wave no, yet. We're not even done with the first wave. <laughs> so catch yeah. a wave You're sitting on top of the and, world. And people are and people are like, I'm not going to get the vaccine. Are you serious? I mean, it's yeah. It, I mean, I mean we're going to be doing this for two or three years. This at least. is this is what happens when a uh, a country spends. I will say mostly one political party, although I think the Democrats are not blameless either. No, it's certainly no. fairly one. But uh, when you the, their attack on education, mm-hmm. on public education, has been the entire point was to dumb down the electorate, and that's what they've done. We're stupid. We're anti-science, and so when scientists say you need to do this, we're like, "Well, I'm not doing that shit." Trump's biggest bait, his biggest uh, supporters are white, male, yeah. non-college educated. Mm-hmm. All right, has anybody got anything else for God? No, WTF just, is going on. I just, it's well, you, hang on, folks, because we're going to be in this for a we'll while. We'll be in this for a long time. Yeah. Yep. And all you had to do was wear a mask and stay home. Like that's all you have to do. Oh, so one of our. <laughs> There's a, of course, there's a post in the pub about people not wearing masks. And our favorite UPS driver from Louisville mm-hmm. said, Some places I deliver to tell me to take my mask off. And I say, No. No. Yeah. Like, how stupid do you have to be to be like, Take that mask off? That thing is protecting us. Yeah. Yes, it's protecting it's you. Insane. He's and literally can I just say going that, like, to everyone's house. I hope. I hope someone says something to me at a fucking Kroger or something. Oh, I know. Me too. Uh, I've yeah. been. I've been waiting for it. Oh my gosh! I can't wait. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody say something to me. I dare you. Yeah. You ready? I've been waiting. Ready for Polly's Poetry Corner? I guess I'm only on my tire. They were no, you're not. You can make it. Hearts, and they ripped off it. 
sun They put the come in comings They put the dick in Dickinson you know, I should have made a picture Welcome Yeah, like Polly's Poetry Corner That'd be somewhere Take it away, Polly It's called Absence We break from me and you for reasons beyond control and beyond desires to remain. We break from you and me with different hearts, my heart with you and yours with me. We break from us to grow to God, oh, God. <laughs> and appreciate love of each other. We break for a moment and lock the hearts we stole within a memory box of long kisses, tall grass, and pink blankets. Is that about the 13-year-old you dated when you were in high school? No, it's my wife. Hey, Michael, you remember when Matt dated that 13-year-old in high school? Who was also in high school? <laughs> no, I swear, officer, she was in high school. I'm not fucking doing this with you. You both can suck it. I didn't do anything. I did not do anything. I was here silent. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm trying to be nice to Matt for once. I have went on vacation. I'm reformed. I'm going to be nice to Matt. So, I went so we'll on see. vacation and came back more revved up than ever. Let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> I'd say about another half of my time. Yeah, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say about another half of what you got left there. We're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Are you ready for uh, Gary Busey? Oh, no, we're not. I got All it. Right. Shit. You got it? Yeah, I'll get it. No, right. you're not going to do it. I'm going to go ahead and start the music. I don't know where that website why, is. Why I said something to you earlier and why I bugged you is because I knew this is what it was going to be like. What are you talking about? When I was bugging you earlier about, hey, are you ready? Are you okay, ready? I don't have anything. I don't know where that website is. God damn it. I got it. Jesus. Meditating with Gary Busey. You know what fear stands for? It stands for false evidence appearing real. It's the dark room where Satan develops his negatives. That's beautiful. Oh. All right. Uh, okay. You're listening to Look on the Bright Side, Mr. Brightside himself, Matt Holly. Hey. Always look on the light side of life. If life Michael, seems jolly it. rotten, what? there's something you forgot. And that's to laugh and smile and dance and sing. You're really getting those balls. When you're yep. feeling in the dumps, focus on the balls. Are, 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 are we going to play the whole song? Oh, sure. Press your lips and whistle. That's the thing. Press your lips and whistle, guys. Uh-huh. That's the thing. God, I don't have enough Mai Tai in me to deal with this tonight. <laughs> I don't either. We're going to have to drink faster. Uh, Brad, what you got? It's a drink. <laughs> that. Um. Yeah, I've not been doing well <clears throat> yeah. lately. Yeah, between is this a bright side? It will be okay. Would you shut the hell up and listen for a second? I'll get there. All right. Uh, there, mm. there is a thing about like us doing bright side and then always talking about negative things. Well, it's going to start is out it? negative. Okay. Really? Get there. Yeah. Ask you don't Brand- even. You don't know. You don't ask yeah. Brandon, Mister Brandon, Mister Bright. Brandon, who Brandon's the one who brought it to my attention. Go ahead. Tell me about your bright side. So I've just, I've between, I, I'm just, I mean, anybody that listened to the episode 
last week. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty angry. Yeah, you were kind of on I've one. I've been pretty angry. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened yet. I started to listen. Haven't got to the. I've been that fight I've been yet. pretty angry lately, and couple that with the anxiety of trying to move, and all mm-hmm. of the shit that goes with that. And it's I'm just not. It's just not been good. So, uh, it was just like this morning. I didn't have to leave for work early, which doesn't always happen. Most of the time I leave pretty early and I'm generally the first one up and out of the house and nobody's even awake a lot of times when I leave. So um, today uh, I was laying in bed. It was about 6.15 and for like no reason at all, Mandy just rolled over and put her arm around me. And so I put my arm around her. She kind of slept in the crook of my arm when your arm fell asleep. No, it didn't. (laughs) And we lay like that for like 45 minutes before I got up and had some coffee. And it was like, I'm a touch oriented person. Like that's, you don't need to make a fucking joke. I I just said, Oh yeah. God, I don't know if you know this, but like what being married is about more than sex. I don't know if you know that, but never heard of it. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I know you've never had sex. Yeah. Which is why you're getting that look from your wife right now. So. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't played that one in a while. Go ahead. Can I? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. She fell asleep like that. Fell back asleep. And I just laid there. I had kind of had my eyes closed and didn't really ever fall back asleep. But it was just. Like I said, I'm a, I mean, if you want to talk about the love languages, touch is like a, mm-hmm. my biggest Absolutely. love language. Like I, that's how I feel loved mm-hmm. and it just set my day off. Right. Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. I've just had a better attitude today after that. And it was just really nice. I, I really like my wife still after 19 years. Mm, so that's probably good. Congrats. Um, but it was just, I don't know. It was just nice. It, it, we don't, when you've got kids and a lot of times those kids have been up. In the last four, almost fourteen years, mm-hmm. I've been up a lot of nights. Yeah, and generally one of us doesn't end up finishing the night in bed. You know, mm-hmm. um, those kinds of moments are just really nice. And it was just, uh, it was kind of what I needed, even though I didn't know I needed it. It was what I needed. So yeah, there you go. You got anything? Uh, not really. I mean, it's kind of. I mean, we've been home mostly, and what you don't have anything nice to say about your wife? God, well, yeah, it. I do plenty. Um, hi Beth. Totally kidding. Nothing. Um, I had, I had a good day at work today. T- normally Tuesdays or or my every other Tuesday when I have to go in on my day off blows. Um, and usually turns into a shit show and I break something or I fuck something up or whatever. And that didn't happen today. So you go full limp biscuit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, give me something to break. So it, it was just it was nice. We were I was off by four fifteen I think, which is nice. Um. We got a lot of the stuff done this past weekend, and so, honestly, we spent half the day working on the machine, then went to rebuild, so it was just like sitting and listening to music and yeah. rebuilding stuff, so so it's kind of, it's kinda, it's real low-key on my Tuesdays off, at least, like, it's not a lot of pressure, it's just, we have some work orders we got to get done, we get them done, so, and I like the guys I work with, which is nice. Big improvement from the last guys you worked with? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was an improvement for us. Yeah, it really was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it was just a net gain all the way around. Yeah, it kind of was. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, 
So mine is, I went on vacation last week. Yeah. Uh, I met my new niece, Juniper. Aww. She is so freaking cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. She's adorable. So I, I need to start sending She's you. She's what, six months? No, she's less than that. Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah. I mean, she started basically when, uh, she she was born when coronavirus started, so mm. just a, a so few months. Three like, months, yeah. three, four months. Roughly, yeah. Okay. I, I'm, not, I'm not good with math, but... <laughs> How long is it? Because it feels like she's six years old now. <laughs> Pretty sure. Does it feel like March was a year and a half yeah. ago? I don't even mm-hmm. remember. I mean, it is just this has been March. the weirdest year ever. Uh-huh. Just weird. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yep. Yep. It's, it absolutely has. It's bizarre. So, uh, do we want to do music time? Yeah. Music like time. To work. Music time. I'll let Matt go first. Time for know. music time. It's three white guys playing. Okay. I, um, I, oh, I can do a theme song. Hold on. I'll just make one up as I go on. No, we're good. It's no. music time. It's we're going to listen to some music. We're going to listen to some music. This is really helpful. <laughs> go ahead. I'm really glad we pushed he's through a, that. He's a wonderful person. We're all we're very, very fond of him. <laughs> yeah. Um, this album is by Jenny Beth. I, really? J E H N N Y. I have an idea for a new uh, segment. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I, lo- I, I do love you. All right, I'll wait. I'll wait. Is that the segment? I do no. love Matt. Yeah. No, my here's my here's <laughs> be a short segment. <laughs> what we love, love about it. Matt? We th- I want to do. Just, it's, it's a the, one week. It's just, one it's week. Just two, it's two minutes of dead silence. <laughs> I want to do a segment where we we basically create our own Chris Tomlin song. No. Yeah, that's what I want to do. God, speaking of Chris Tomlin, I was in Rural King the other day. Just because I love Rural King, how can you not love it? I it absolutely. Is, it is a wonderful. Honest to God, it is my one of my yeah. favorite stores. Did on you the get planet. some free popcorn? I didn't. I never uh, get the free popcorn. I don't know why. Mainly because it's probably not COVID a good time to get it. Probably not now. good. Um, Normally, it's delicious. I haven't listened to Tomlin in ten years, yeah, at least. Maybe not. Well, no, probably since the, at least the church ended. Yeah, we did. We did enough content. So that's been five years, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Six years. Six years. Anyway. So, I uh, I heard a song by him that I had never heard before. So obviously, it's newer than six years. It, he's, he's writing the same fucking song. It's the same song. <laughs> it's, the it is. Same, it's the same song. It's the same shit <laughs> that he was writing <laughs> in 1998. Yes, Jesus, keeper of my it, soul. I mean, it, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, oh my god. It is a testament to how stupid American evangelicals are mm-hmm. that that dude is a gazillionaire by putting out the same album for 25 years. Jesus, we love He's you. He's put out the same album for 25 years, mm-hmm. and people just lap it up like yep. dogs. Yep. God. All right. Anyway, that's my Tomlin. Play that same YouTube. Seriously. I love you, power. You gotta say something about a mountain. He's, he's mountain. big on mountain, mountain, kingdom, glory, mountain and crown. Big on glory. Yeah. You gotta throw a crown the in there somewhere. Most high. He likes most high. All right, go ahead. Uh, this album uh, by Jenny Beth called "To Love Is to Live." Is this um, Tomlin's daughter? No, it's not <laughs> Jenny Beth Tomlin. Uh, the song's called "Innocence." Good time. Is it in the beginning of the beginning that the turn of your heart is so small? Reminds me of Kim Wilson. You do? Uh, Kim Wilson. Oh, yeah. I don't ask you 
lead singer from the band. So don't ask me anything Sadly. You know nothing about me There's a hole in my chest I swear I threw up in my hands I don't even care about sex no more I wanna do things with innocence Be thankful for the air you breathe The roof over your head And the light that comes in You say be thankful for your friends Well I'm thankful for the self-doubt In which I do nothing but fall The same place you feel with Piss and alcohol Not my duty to give you shelter Not my duty to give you hope the Is a spoken word by Killian Murphy Oh, really? Huh. Oh, man. Noise. Dude. <laughs> I'm as straight as an arrow, but if Killian Murphy See, asked, I wouldn't be able to say no. The endless cruelties. His voice. God, he sounds, like he sounds like Tommy fears. Shelby. Mm-hmm. He is Tommy Shelby. See, the, of all his roles, he so is 100% good. Tommy Shelby. So good. He was supposed to play the part of uh, Guy in Once, the Glenn Hansard play. Really? Play. Really? Yeah. He was originally huh. going to be a guy, I but they didn't have... He, he kind of blew up after... Batman. Yeah, right. And then uh, they they ended up not being able to. Oh my god, he is so good. He's good in uh, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. God, that show's good. All right, Um, I've got a band called Iggy T and the Crazy Makers. Good album. Uh, The album is called Just Can't Get Enough. Uh, This is the first song. It's called Still Keep Coming Back. Uh, Yeah, it's kind of uh, Iggy T and the Peaky Blinders. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Mm -hmm. No, Iggy T and the Crazy Makers. So uh, the reason I found that this. The Iggy, I don't know what her real name is, but she, it was followed me on Instagram like four years ago or really? something. Yeah, like uh, I th- it was probably one of those yeah. like where yeah. they're just going through like what we did at the beginning where you just follow random yeah. people trying to get them to. And I, so I've been waiting for them to put an album out forever and it just came out like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, this is freaking good. Pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> so, I like it. Uh, yeah, the song's called Still Keep Coming Back. What's keeping me safe? She has but a great no voice. magic could cause so much pain. The spells I'm under when I'm playing your game. Your body tells me that you're feeling the same. I can't help myself. Yeah. Kind of in the vein of Duran Jones. Yeah. She's, what's that? There's some horns in yeah, there. It's like, like a, a it's a uh, baritone yeah. sax. Yeah. It, it's the it's. I'll, I'll play a little bit of it. just a great album fun she's got a fantastic voice fun music so yeah nice iggy t and the crazy makers 
Um, so I've got a, a two for one. It's kind of part of into the newsfeed. Um, uh, but the first one, I, I, we uh, went through this month, uh, and we really didn't talk about Pride. A lot of Pride events got mm-hmm. canceled, which yeah, is a right. super bummer. Um, but uh, I've shared this artist before, Grace uh, Petrie, or Petrie, however you want to oh, put yeah, it. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, um, she's got a song called Pride, so I thought uh, I would play part of that in honor of, of our brothers and sisters and siblings uh, alike. So here we go. Well, we're a long way from the Stonewall Inn I'm standing on this platform, no one's stopping me to sing But there's a multitude of sins That can hide behind your hashtag, tell me again how love wins Well, there's nothing new about this rage It's a war that's always waged like I know one bats an eye That when 50 of us die in it It doesn't even make the Daily Mail front page Well, sometimes it's like an uphill climb Yes, sometimes it's like an uphill climb But I'm right by your side And that's what we call pride Oh, good, man yeah, so that one I really like. She might be one of the most direct writers. Yeah, it, it's 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 folk and it's uh, it's political. Yep. It's it's really good. Uh, the album's called Queerest Folk, which is the right. whole album is, is super solid. And so, um, and then one more I wanted to do uh, mainly because um, they had a name change. So uh, the Dixie Chicks are now called just the Chicks, uh, as well as Lady Antebellum is now Lady A. So, but I wanted to play the newest single from from Dixie Chicks. So, or just the Chicks. My bad. Right, yeah, <laughs> the Chicks. March, march to my own drum. March, march to my own drum. Hey, hey, I'm an army of one. Oh, I'm an army of one. March, march to my own drum. March, march to my own drum Hey, hey, I'm an army of one Oh, I'm an army of one Run is back in here cause she don't like Mondays Underpay a teacher, police in the hallways Print yourself a weapon and take it to the gun range Oh, cut the shit, you ain't going to the gun range Standing with them and our sons So it's just it's a uh, it's a fucking relevant song for right now. Boy. Um, so so they've been they've been gone for a few years, but uh, still not fucking around. Yeah, it turns out. yeah, they're not ready to make nice yet. <laughs> nope. Still not ready to make nice. <laughs> nope, they're um, not. Yeah, it, it, and their their first single, which I didn't love. Yeah, uh, was Gaslighter. The Gaslighter. I wasn't song. huge on it either. Uh, it, but, but they're political. They're important. Yeah. Uh, they're in a genre that doesn't typically have that voice. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it's great. And you know, their, their long way around record is just phenomenal. So I'm excited to hear the full album here. I know that's the chicks, but you know, I, I enjoy it. So. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Ready to go into the newsfeed? Uh, sure. 
Are we forgetting anything? Uh-huh. What are we forgetting? Another Mai Tai? Well, let's hold off. We'll do that before Foofy. Right? I don't think you need to. We don't need a repeat of Matt from oh last God. week. How many times did you vomit the next day? I lost count. He didn't stop till noon the next day. I vomited from about 7 a.m. to noon. Newsfeed. <laughs> and by vomiting, I mean dry heat I love the entire it. time. The best part was... God, the, that was The all, best was part is you were like... There's no way it was the alcohol. I'm like, dude, did you listen to the episode? It was definitely alcohol. I listened the back alcohol. to the episode. It was definitely alcohol. Dude, you were I was gone. Yeah. But in like volume wise, I've drank way yeah, more on the podcast. You hadn't anything. You were it was an empty you were on an empty stomach. Was I? Yes. You even said I didn't even eat dinner when I got home. So you got home from work oh, and then you slammed yeah. a bunch of alcohol and then you probably came in after that and ate a bunch of food. No, I he did. said he didn't yeah, eat a there whole you bunch go. Of I didn't eat a whole bunch of food. I did eat, but I didn't eat a whole bunch of food. God, I, that was bad. Dumbass. That was as bad as I felt. I, I felt. I don't think I've ever felt that bad. Uh, yeah, I had a good laugh about it. I'm sure you did. Um, well, it's not like you like had the flu. I would feel bad no. for you then. You did it to yourself. I did I, unintentionally. I just man, whatever the fuck Brandon brought had to be like twenty percent alcohol. Well, yeah, probably. God damn, he doesn't man. drink light alcohol. No, he beers. doesn't. Man, no. fuck did he him. bring his herpes? God, and then he then he sent sent us a picture of the tequila barrel something. Mm-hmm. God, just drink a fucking IPA, man. <laughs> Gosh, it's always barreled something with him. Um. Unexplained radiation spike over Europe detected by Scandinavian monitoring stations. Chernobyl again? Yeah, I don't think it's unexplained. They are right next to Russia. This isn't unexplained. A sharp increase in radioactive isotopes have been reported in parts of Scandinavia. The levels recorded are far below anything thought to pose a threat to human health. However, a sudden rise like this is likely to reflect an unintentional release of particles that may be dangerous closer to the source, particularly if the cause is not found and contained. So over the last week, radiation detection stations in Finland and Sweden recorded a rise in cesium-134, cesium-137, cobalt-60, and ruthenium-103. All four are radioactive isotopes that are extremely rare in nature, but are common products of decay chains initiated in nuclear reactors. It's probably Chernobyl again. Uh, Two weeks earlier, Norwegian monitoring sites detected a spike in radioactive iodine-131. It is not known if the two are connected. They are. They are. Uh, The National Institute of Public Health and the Environment in the Netherlands issued a statement uh, saying the radionuclides radionuclides are... I prefer the old clides. ...are... (laughs) Are artificial, that is to say they are man-made. The composition of the nuclides may indicate damage to a fuel element in a nuclear power plant. God. So, yeah, most likely from Russia. Thanks, Russia. And, of course, they're denying any responsibility. Oh, why wouldn't they? Why would they? We well, they've, got a, they've got a new buddy in the West, so why they can get away with pretty much anything they want I, at this point. I'm not, we're not even going there. We should have covered that and what the fuck is going on. The fact that our president literally treasonous. Yeah. Allowed hits on American soldiers. Didn't do it. It is my hope that he loses so huge in November and then immediately gets prosecuted for all the shit he's done. Yeah. Because he'll have no cover. He didn't do anything about American soldiers. He knew about it and didn't do anything about it. He'll have no cover whatsoever as as the president. So he's gonna he's gonna pardon himself. That's my last I declare you can't pardon bankruptcy until you're, you're convicted. God, I know it sounds terrible. The only thing I take solace in is the fact that he is going to die lonely, and he will go down as the worst president in history of the United States. It's not of even America. close. Not even because the history books once you they don't deal with like the fervor of his supporters like Mm-mm. 
the history history will not be kind to him. No. By any metric, he is an utter failure. You're fired. You're fired. Exactly. You're fired. You're fired. We need to fire his ass out of a cannon in November. Please vote. Vote. For don't not vote Trump. third party. God damn it. Like, I know yeah, that this the is not party, the time to do I that. I understand that the two-party system is terrible. This I is not it. the time for that. God. We don't survive another four well, years. Well, I don't know time. how I feel about Joe. Okay. He's better, slightly better than Donald Both Trump. He was, he was my, slightly better. He's a thousand times better than He that. was my fifth choice, maybe. God. In the primary, yeah, he, he was my last choice. Out of like, all, whenever I did the, he's still the where I stand light years better thing. than Trump. We don't survive another four years of Trump. Please, no. please don't vote third party this year. Please. Uh, Just suck it up and vote for somebody you don't like. It's, if we, there's a Republican that's running that's not a complete fascist in four years, then, vote, you, third then party. vote third party if you don't want to vote. Like, whatever. But please, 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 please yeah. do not do that in this election. Thanks. So, anyway, that's my political rant. Good enough story. No. All right. Um, okay, this is from uh, Board Panda. Entitled Karen mistakes customer for an employee, and he makes the situation hilarious for himself. That happens to me all the time. Does it? Okay. All the freaking time. So, Never walk in a, in a Target with a red shirt on. This is a. <laughs> I've done that before. That's probably true. Yeah. Or a Starbucks with a black shirt yeah, on. This, I've is, done that. this is pretty fantastic. I do that quite a bit. This is pretty fantastic. So this guy is a, is a guy on Reddit. He said, I had called into a large supermarket to pick up birthday candles. I first saw the woman being very rude to another customer for no apparent reason. Imagine Rush Limbaugh in drag. Sorry to put that in your head. She was just impatient, and the other customer wasn't moving fast enough for her liking, so she was insulting her. She definitely ranked above asshole, so let's call her douchebagette, or DB for short. As she turned, I saw the missile lock in her eyes as she spotted me. She glumped her way over. <laughs> glumped. 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 I decided to enjoy it and settled, like that. and settled on being deadpan literal as I, as a plan. I looked away. DB, excuse me, me. Why? What have What have you done? What? She paused for a long for a second, looking like a dog for a second, looking like a dog that had been shown a card trick. Then angrily asks, "Can you?" Then angrily asks, "Can you help me?" I couldn't possibly know. I don't know what you want. <laughs> she makes a Tucker Carlson face. Where do you keep your eyelash? Where do you keep your eyelash curlers? I don't keep them anywhere. Yes, you do. I've seen them before. I'm certain I don't. I've never owned any. My eyelashes manage to bend all on their own. <laughs> I'm more than happy with the bendiness of my eyelashes. Uh, huh? What? No, idiot. I mean the shop. Where in the shop are the eyelash curlers? I haven't got a clue. Why not? I referred you to my previous answer. I never used them. <laughs> ah! Are you trying to be stupid? No, it's effortless. <laughs> this is insane. Are you shove going it to, up your butt. <laughs> are you going to find out where the eyelash curlers are, or would you prefer I speak to your manager? I'd say neither, but if I had to choose, I'd go for option B. What? You want me to speak to your manager? No. She shakes, shakes her head in anger confusion and says, you just said you did. No, I didn't. You asked me which I'd prefer. If I was offered a rectal exam or a slap in the face, I don't want either, but I'd prefer the second to the first. See how it works? <laughs> she stood in silence for a few seconds with her mouth open and the deepest frown. She then built, built up to a shout with, this is ridiculous. I completely agree. Where is your manager? Not exactly sure, but my guest would be at home with his family. Ah, you're being stupid. Who supervises you here in this store right now? She actually stamped her foot twice when she shouted right now. Me. <laughs> Nobody. What? Why not? Because I don't need to be supervised. I haven't needed supervision in a shop since I was about nine years old. Oh, my God. It's like talking to the wall. 
I could see that her shouting had attracted a member of management. She was approaching quickly. Why aren't you helping me? Why would I? I think I saw a slight hint of understanding spread across her puzzled face. You do work here, don't you? No. Why didn't you fucking say so? <laughs> you didn't ask me until now. The manager arrived just as douchebaggette shouted in my face, You're a fucking moron. Manager, madam, please lower your voice and stop swearing. There are children in the store. Manager to me, what's happening, sir? Me, I'm not really sure. This woman was being rude to another customer. Then she approached me and started to interrogate me about my personal grooming habits. She wasn't happy with my answers and started to spit shout at me. <laughs> no, that's not fucking true. I was shouting because I thought he worked here. Manager, whether he was an employee or not, you can't talk like that. You can't abuse customers, and we have a strict policy about abuse towards staff. We don't tolerate it. It's not my fault. He's a fucking idiot. If he had, she was interrupted. Please stop shouting. The manager pressed transmitter radio and said, security, urgent, code four, aisle 14. <laughs> manager to me, are you okay, sir? Yes, I'm fine. I just needed birthday candles. Can you tell me where they are? <laughs> DB, what the fucking hell is going? Manager to DB, stop shouting. Stop swearing. If I have to warn you again, you will have to leave the store. Manager to me, they're on aisle 22. Oh, okay, thank you. I start to walk away. Meanwhile, DB was still shouting. Two security staff turned to the corner and passed me on their way to DB. I could hear her shouting for another 30 seconds. Next time I saw DB, I was standing at the self-checkout. She was wow. being followed out of the store by security staff. Wow. She was complaining into her phone loudly, but unclearly about the shop, the staff, and some fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> she left empty-handed. Do you think That's that moron wonderful. was me? Pretty sure. That's, That's great. That is fantastic, man. Oh, it's good. Great yep. A trolling. Yeah. Uh, and then from bgr.com, I don't know what that is. That's BGR. Not a real anyway. Best group relations.com. Yeah, I'm sure that's it. Probably at Michael's. Uh, booze fueled monkey goes crazy, killing one man and injuring 250 others. Jesus. No, monkey. Jesus, monkey. Name Jesus. Jesus, monkey. <laughs> Jesus, monkey. Um, you say cheeses, monkey? Reese's. Alcohol. Reese's can, cheeses? Can, can, I, wonder if, monkey. I wonder if Reese's Jeebus would ever monkey? come out with a cheese. Did you have peanut butter and cheese? What? What are you talking about? God, you just... He has his own fucking show, man. Reese's, Reese's You just Jesus. have your own he's, show over He's there. literally at his own planet <laughs> right now. Jeez. Why don't you try some, some Reese's cheeses? It's cheese made out of peanuts. <laughs> That's almond butter, isn't it? No. That's made from almonds. Well, it's nut. <laughs> it's a nut, right? I mean, they make a cheese out of almond butter? It's... You okay. can make cheese out of cashews. Can we stop with the cheese? What are we it's doing? Called vegan cheese. Whole vegs. What's up, veg? A recent report uh, out of it's India. Jimmy Vegs is almost. Jimmy and the vegs. It's almost too surreal to believe. A pet monkey that had been raised to drink hard liquor suddenly found itself without a source of alcohol and went on what can only be described as a rampage. The animal injured 250 people and actually killed one man by biting Matt? him so severely. The monkey named Kalua. Oh, I thought it was Matt. Was a yeah. I Love get it. your coffee liqueur. I get it. I'm an alcoholic, Michael. Ha ha. Funny, funny. All right. Was reportedly the pet the the pet of a man being described as an occultist who would routinely feed the monkey booze. As unclear, it's unclear why the monkey was given high quantities of alcohol. Why not? I, I'm guessing shits and giggles. I, <laughs> but that little detail is secondary to the fact that the monkey uh, eventually became an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> Curious yours goes to rehab Yeah right <laughs> They try um, to make me go to rehab And I say no 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 <laughs> I say <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so the monkey hit the streets, growing aggressive as his body. To make me go to rehab. I say no, no, no. <laughs> yes, I've been black, but when I come back, no, no, no. Look at my tie started to land on Michael. Yeah. Um, so the monkey hit the streets. I ain't got the time. Growing aggressive as his body began to crave the booze he had been fed all his life. My daddy thinks I'm fine. He attacked indiscriminately, biting <laughs> Michael is losing. Biting over 250 people during his rampage. One man, one man died as a result of the wounds he sustained from the primate. Uh, now, months after being captured and put in the monkey equivalent of a drunk tank, <laughs> Kalua remains incredibly aggressive. He's under a blanket, shivering. <laughs> Scratch, so cold. Scratching his teeth. So cold. Uh, Kalua remains incredibly aggressive towards people. It's been decided by local authorities that rather than release him in the wild and risk him attacking other animals or people, the monkey will spend the rest of his life in isolation at the Kanpur Zoo. Aww. Yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's, in, uh, he's in monkey jail for... Forever. <laughs> forever, yeah. Oh, monkey's man. only six years old. Um, some monkeys can live to be anywhere from 15 years old oh, to several like decades. Oh, that's half his life. That's a life to sentence. To several decades. Yeah, he's just, literally the last sentence. Kalu is now essentially serving a life sentence for his crimes. Dude, he fucking killed a dude by biting him. Brick killed a guy. <laughs> Kalua killed a guy. to make me go to rehab. I won't go, go, go. All right, yeah, she uh, probably should have gone to rehab. Well, <laughs> it turns out. <laughs> turns out. <laughs> really should have gone. Probably should have gone to rehab. Um, up uh, product update. Um, this is from CNN.com. There's a new smell out. It's called O de Space. Hmm. So it's the uh, a, a fra- fragrance. It smells like the inside of a space suit after 10-hour uh, <laughs> space it's walk. based on what space <laughs> smells like. So, um, space. It smell like metal? I'm guessing it smells like nothing. No. I, I've so, heard it smells like metal, I think. Space, the final fragrance. Yeah, but how would you know? Because they don't. All right, so so Breathe. so yes. pop, pop the mask up real quick. Yeah, that's right. I, I think they, like there's <laughs> well, a, metal there's explodes. A, once you get back <laughs> inside, inside after you've been outside, you you could probably smell it on your clothes on your clothes once you're back in the yeah I guess the lander. Well, what does it smell like? Falafel. <laughs> so if you I wondered, mean, would it be possible to have a smell if there's no yes it air? is this okay so a chemist has been working on this for four years. Um, because because this is important. Well yeah. Um, and they interviewed several uh, astronauts about the smell of space. Um, the fragrance was developed by this man uh, named uh, Steve Pierce, and uh, according to the project manager uh, Matt Richmond, Pierce is a chemist and the founder of Omega Ingredients, a company focused on the creating on the creation of the highest quality proviance driven proviance. It's a weird word. Natural flavors and ingredients for food and beverage industry. Um, so uh, using the notes from astronauts who described space smelling like ozone, hot metal, yeah. fried steak, um, Pierce used this knowledge to... Uh, you fucking fry a, a steak? A flavor... Fried steak? Uh, yeah. But you can fry anything, man. Why would you fry a fucking steak? I'd, I'd eat it. Probably at the fair. Well, you eat yours well done, so you're because you're a fucking savage. Not not anymore. I'm I'm a little bit better. medium well. Yeah, get medium, medium well, medium well done, medium rare. Get the fuck out of my face. I did medium. Um, so he got uh, a bunch of different chemicals. Asked a bunch of uh, of astronauts. One of them said uh, actual medium, not Texas Roadhouse medium. 
<laughs> which is well done. Just medium well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so Peggy Whitson, an astronaut and former resident of the International Space Station, said it smells uh, like it's kind of a smell from a gun right after you fire a shot. So like cordite. I don't know. I mean, so, I guess that kind of that would smell like metal. Yeah. I mean, that's all right. She said it almost has a bitter kind of smell in addition to being smoky and burnt. Um, and huh. then other people it have smells sh- like an eyelid scotch have struggled to uh, to really define, describe the, the smell. Um, but some of the astronauts describe it as gunpowder, seared steak, raspberries and rum. Weird. So, God, that's Ooh, raspberries weird. and rum. That'd be good. Yeah, a spice drum with and raspberries in it. Maybe I'd eat it. Yeah, so that's or drink it. Either way, that's uh, eau de space. <laughs> so, all right, uh, I literally just found this one, um, and I have Great. to. It's so good. Uh, there are brilliant book dedications. I read a shit ton of books this year, and uh, I always read the dedications. Um, so here, here are some of the ones. It doesn't say what book they're for, but here are some. Uh, to my wife. Marganet, and my children, Ella Rose and Daniel Adam, without whom this book would have been completed two years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Guessing uh, that happens a lot. <laughs> here's another one. Uh, this book be dedicated to Kanye West because he'll never fucking read it. <laughs> this, bu- <laughs> this book is dedicated to everyone you hate. Sorry. Life's like that sometimes. <laughs> uh, this book is dedicated to my father, Joseph Hill Evans, with love. Actually, Dad doesn't read fiction, so if somebody doesn't tell him about this, he'll never know. <laughs> uh, this book is dedicated to all my family members who were angry that I dedicated the last book to someone who won the dedication in a Twitter contest. <laughs> <laughs> to Colin Firth. You're a really great guy, but I'm married, so I think we should just be friends. For my wife, who somehow managed to be nothing but supportive of a book about all the women I slept with before I met her. <laughs> Jesus. Yikes. For mom, just skip over the sex scenes, please. Um, it has been a Harley Quinn novel. Did they make a Harley Quinn novel? Harley Quinn. Oh, I think your mom read that shit. Harley Quinn. She used to, I think. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I remember those being around the house. Yeah, I think so. Ew. Yeah. I don't want to think about it. No. To my mother, Belzy. Mom getting all lathered up. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, Brad. <laughs> to my mother. To my God. To my- I, I definitely need at least two more Mai Tais after that. <laughs> Holy shit. I will never purge that from my memory. <laughs> to my mother, Belzy. Nor the fact that they kept a sex kept a, uh, oh, kept a sex catalog in the drawer. Your parents did? Yeah. Yeah. What? Which one? It turned, Was it Frederick's of Hollywood? Matt and I were both jerking off to that. Oh, <laughs> didn't know it. That, boy. Didn't after know a that years. until, what, a month ago? Does that make you Eskimo brothers? No, but my God! But then, it like, that thing was, but by the time we, by the time we were, that thing was fucking it they short. Had to know. They had to know the cover was basically, was basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> it was in fucking shreds. <laughs> and 
then it was like when we started talking about this like a month ago. It was like and then all of a sudden it was like oh oh oh, oh god, god. They, they had a sex magazine. Ooh yeah. ooh yeah. why lingerie videos toys uh, in it. Oh god, your parents? Yes. Jesus fuck. Oh my god. For my t- I need another like right now. Oh, <laughs> it's so funny that <laughs> we wore that thing out. <laughs> And they had, and they had to know, man. They had to know. Turn this fucking song off. She's the only one that I want. Michael, Michael, Jesus, (laughs) I'm muting you. Yeah, the listeners still have yet to hear that song. Well, that's good. We're gonna keep it that way. Oh gosh, one day, one day, Patrick, it'll it'll be released. No, the wild. No, it won't. Uh, This is dedicated to the strongest person I know, me. Hi, Dad. We're still doing this. Uh, all right, we'll do one last one. Right. I want to thank everyone who helped me create this book, except for that guy who yelled at me in Kmart when I was eight because he thought I was being too rowdy. You're an asshole. Sir. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, Spanish driver. This is from Euronews.com. Uh, Spanish driver tests positive for every drug in the test. <laughs> Every fucking drug. That man's a champion. The driver in North... he's something. I don't know if champion is the word we want. Jim says, I take drugs like a fucking champion. (laughs) Well, he was... Yeah. So a driver in northeastern Spain has tested positive for every possible kind of drug after being pulled over by police on Saturday. Uh, Police found high levels of cannabis, amphetamines, methamphetamine, uh, cocaine, opiates, as well as alcohol with a rate of uh, 0.60 mg. I don't know what that milligrams, means. Milligrams. Milligrams. Yeah, but I don't... Is that our... Okay. Use okay. the metric system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, local police told Euronews that a neighbor in the town of Carcastillo uh, called the police to say that several people were getting in a vehicle influenced by alcoholic beverages. The driver was fined a thousand euros and had six points to deduce. It's like twelve euros, twelve dollars from his driver's license for failing an alcohol test, and another thousand euros and six points for failing the drug test. Jesus, uh, the maximum number of points in on a Spanish driving license is twelve. So immediately, his vehicle is impounded. Uh, yep, thousand euros, eleven hundred bucks. Yep. So he had two of that. So twenty two hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, so the question is, was the act- was the driver actually high on these drugs? Uh, police pointed out that the fact that the driver tested positive doesn't necessarily mean that he was under the influence of these subjects, or even that he had used them that day. Uh, the period but of it time, shows up. yeah, the period of time that the substances remain in the body depends on the person and on the substances themselves, among other factors. Um, so difference. Uh, the difference between presence of drugs in the body and being under the influence are two different things, two different things. And yeah. they are very controversial in uh, appeals in courts. Huh? So because people can have taken drugs, but not be under the influence of them. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so the motherfucker was under the influence of that much shit. You would know. Yeah. So some of the responses to this, uh, some users of the website say, uh, yep, America is not the only place with a liberal problem. What? That's what it says. Totally yeah, because liberals only take yes. drugs. Yeah. Except yeah. in my community where everybody's <laughs> conservative and everybody's on meth and heroin. Yeah, exactly. God. 
Okay, so another one was skeptical. It says, let's break this down. If there are five drugs on the test, he smoked a joint within the last two months or so. That accounts for the cannabis. If he had had three beers that night, it accounts for the alcohol. If he took a line of cheap Coke, it almost certainly contains some speed as an adulterant. Uh, So... That's both of those taken care of. Now, with headache tablet or eat a poppy seed muffin, and you also test positive I'm for opiates. It wasn't a poppy seed muffin. Probably not. Congratulations, <laughs> you are stone sober, but tested positive for every drug. Um, and then another one, another reader said, "My man." <laughs> That's it. I got another one if you want to. Do no, that. we're good. Sure. How are we on time? Who cares how we're on time? I, I kind of care because I got this is breaking news right now. Can we talk about Erica? Who? This robot named Erica. <laughs> is this, is I guess another, we're going to. Is this another sex robot story? No. She's a lead actress in a movie. It's a very important role. Uh, she was created from scratch to play this role in a movie. Uh, in other methods. And so of is act- the Terminator. It's a robot. Nothing? I, what's happening? I don't know. Yeah. Is so, the Terminator a fucking robot? Yes. Okay. No. Yes. It's not? No. Yes. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. But he's a... He's playing sure he's a robot. A f- this is a robot playing a person, not a person playing a robot. It's different. Is it? Yeah. All right, great. <sighs> Tell us about this. Mai tai. Tell us about this robot, Michael. We're interested to know. That's it. Erica's going to be in a movie. That's, That's it. That's the whole fucking story. <laughs> really glad you pushed through that. Well, I I mean, there's no point. You already gave up on it. I'm going to give up on it, too. <laughs> I need another drink. Nobody's going to watch this movie. It's called B. Go check it out. As That's in not, just the letter B? It's not B? the B movie from uh, the Jerry Seinfeld vehicle. It's just the letter B. Lowercase what B. are we going to do with all this honey? <laughs> What's the deal? If you sting someone once, you die. I just don't understand. Why can't we be like wasps? Since you can sting and you sting and you sting. <laughs> well, that's been our Jerry Seinfeld hour. <laughs> All right, let's go further up, further in. Let me find the the button. Oh wait, wait, wait! I need to play one more. Uh, what? I need to play this. I saw it. What? what is that? What the fuck? I don't even know, man. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. What I am, Nisha. He's Nisha. I am Nisha. We are Nisha. I believe that you are Nisha. That's our segment, Ninja Theology. Nope. Nope. It's It's Koans of Dunshire. Oh, yeah. All right. Somebody want to read be, this shit? <laughs> Somebody want to read this shit? I'll read it. So do we want to explain what we're doing? For sure, yeah, yeah. For, for people who haven't in. listened to any Ninja Theology episodes. We're not calling it Ninja Theology. Okay, that's fine. Um, we have a book, 101 Zen Koans. Is that so? What? what? Go ahead. <sighs> I, I got it. Can, can I go? Yeah. Okay. Um, which are basically just sort of Buddhist parables, I guess, in a way. Yeah, is that so? Just to get you to see the world differently. I'm going to talk to you, Brad, because I'm <laughs> done with him. Um, 
It only took to about seven forty. I can see he's going to be productive in this. Yeah, this will be a this be a good conversation. <laughs> uh, Is that so? I just <laughs> it's um. Well, I don't even know what I was saying. Zen koans. They're basically Buddhist parables. Get the idea is yes. to get you to think in. A, I guess third way thinking would be the way to put yeah. it to get you to see yep. beyond dualism. Yes. Um, and so we've done a couple of these. We're on our third one, I think. Um, it's just it's just something to do. Something. It's kind of like we did. You know, we did our alternative orthodoxy series, yeah. and this isn't really a series. We're just doing these as we as we have weeks to fill and you know do when we don't have interviews and stuff like right. that. So, yeah. Is that, is that so? satisfactory yeah. for you, Michael? Okay. It is so. Do you mean to read it? Yeah. It's called Is That So? Is That So? He's only had one, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad I didn't make it. I know. Yeah, one, I should have too. Um, the Zen master, Hakuin, we'll go with that, was praised by his neighbors as one living a pure life. A beautiful Japanese girl whose parents owned a food store lived near him. Suddenly, without any warning, her parents discovered she was with child. This made her parents angry. She would not confess who the man was, but after much harassment, at last named Hakuin. In great anger, the parent went, the parent went to the master. Is that so? was all he would say. After the child was born, it was brought to Hakuin. By this time, he had lost his reputation, which did not trouble him but he took very good care of the child. He obtained milk from his neighbors and everything else he needed. A year later, the girl mother could stand it no longer. She told her parents the truth. The real father of the child was a young man who worked in the fish market. The father and mother of the girl at once went to Hakuin to ask forgiveness, to apologize at length, and to get the child back. Hakuin was willing. In yielding the child, all he said was, is that so? <laughs> there you go. Well, well, meditate on that grass. Hot queen yeah. sounds like a real dumb shit. Well, yeah, I don't, there's Michael's contribution. I, I don't think that's the point of the go on, Michael. I don't think so either. My God. Brad, what do you I, have? I just. He, he derailed it before we even started. Mm-hmm. He's already derailed no, it. No, I, I, that was my. I mean, seriously, like. Yes. That's your contribution, is this guy's a dumb shit. I mean. Kind of like he took care of a baby for like a year and it wasn't even his. He hadn't even. <laughs> what? I, well, I don't. Well, I one. don't. I don't know. Let's what say, to say there's seventy interpretations of that story. That's definitely one of them. Go yeah, ahead. It's one of them. It's yours. It's a shitty one, but it's one of them. Brad, what you got? Uh. <laughs> Uh, I want to know, let's talk about, how did we get to the point where we have so little ego that we no longer care about our reputation? Is that where you took with it? That's the, one of the, the questions e- I want to talk about. Yeah. Because that's one of the things I came up with. It's definitely an ego death. I mean, but it's it's not even, that's the thing is though, the, the event itself is not the ego death. He, no. he was like, the ego was long gone to even get to the point where... Mm-hmm. This is a possible. This is possible. Yeah. So, how, like, how do you? It's interesting because I would like to think that I've killed off some of my ego in the last five to six, seven years. Yeah. And then 
I have instances like shows up. Yeah, and then I had instances like last week where I just flip the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And man, I really got to listen to that. No, no, no. I wasn't. I'm not talking about that. Oh, I was okay. talking about the post I had on Facebook that kind of blew up and. I made made it public like a fucking idiot, and then I had was fighting with people that I literally don't, don't know, know. Yeah. which is pretty unusual for you. Fuck me, man! You don't like, I just engage. yeah, and, and it was just it, it was my it was it was my ego. My ego was dented because people started criticizing me for the post, and you were being misunderstood. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but but there again, yeah, I, I got to the point. I I got off of Facebook for a couple of days. I just mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I'm just I got to get away for a couple of days. And I was thinking about it, and I realized, like, why the fuck did I care? Mm-hmm. Like, why do I care that some person in Nashville, Tennessee that I've never met and never will, what do I care what they think of my Facebook post? Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the, in the moment... It was the most like, important thing. It, it, it just, I mean, yeah. my ego just reared its ugly head. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. just straight up, that's what it was. Yep. And I started to feel attacked. And when I feel attacked as a six, I just retreat inside of myself. And I'm like, okay, I'll just, I got to get away. I just, that's, that's how I deal with it. I don't continue to sit and fight. I run, I run away like a fucking coward. Well, so, and I don't even think that's, that, that's accurate to say you're, you're a coward. I, th- I think part of that is self care, knowing where the line is and yeah, saying, maybe. I shouldn't be engaging. Sure. In yeah, maybe. Maybe but, I'm giving you more credit than you deserve. I mean, oh, maybe that's also a maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I and so, you know, you read a story like this, and I know it's a parable or whatever. But the there's a point to the parable. I think there's a number of points you can take from yeah, the parable. Yep. One, I guess, is that this guy's a dumb shit. Um, but like, I think one of the points is like, how, like. The idea of being able to live while and not give a shit at all about your reputation. Because yeah. it's easy to sit here and say, I don't care about my reputation. But then when something challenges that notion, yeah, it flares up and you're like, oh, wait, I do actually care about yeah. my reputation. I want to be known as wise or mm-hmm. yeah. fill in the blank, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Yep. You know, it's like it's like one of the things I know when this when this podcast started, like I had this reputation that Brad was the angry one or whatever. And it pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got to the point where I was like, after I stepped away for a few weeks and I was like, wait, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, really like, yeah, it, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. My reputation that I was a sexy one. <laughs> I'm fine with that. That's never happened. You still are. No, yeah. that's never, um, that never once been true. <laughs> um, you know, so, but that, you know, it was a, it was a dent to my ego to be considered the angry one or whatever. And it's like, none of, I got to the point, I was like, none of this podcast is real. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it isn't, so like, if it doesn't matter if somebody wants to think I'm the angry one or whatever, fine. It's I don't. a bunch of zeros and ones we put on the internet. Exactly. It, I mean, it, it really, it is. I mean, no. I mean, not to go all how I get, but like. It, it is all meaningless. I mean, it just is. I mean, and that's just, it is what it is. But like, how? I mean, I, I, what do you guys think? Like, how, how do you get to the point where you could endure something even like that? Where you just get to the point where you just, your reputation means so little to you that like people can say what they want about you. They can, 
like level all sorts of accusations against you. And you're just like, eh. all right. I think practice. I think, I think, I, I think I get better at it with practice. I'm by no means there, but uh, I think the fact that he is a Zen master is the fact that, that he has practiced himself to being selfless. And honestly, the first time I read it, it was just like, is this guy being dismissive? Is he just be like, eh, let it be, let it be what it is. It is what it is. But at the same time, he had to take care of a baby. Right. It, it wasn't, wasn't like his. it wasn't without right. consequence. It wasn't his, right. and he knew it wasn't his. Yeah, he embraced that uh, that attack on his character or whatever you want to call it uh, in that baby, you know. And uh, it, there were consequences with not fighting his ego. Right. I mean, in, in the, you know, the phrase is that so. I mean, that's that's literally just whatever's going to be, it's going to be. It is what it is, brother. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> I, got, I picked up on yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so did I. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I mean, I know practice, but my God, like. You, you don't start at that level. No, you I mean, don't. It, and you, you absolutely it's don't. It's not even, I mean, I mean, you start with the, the taking care of the little ego deaths. You... You stop worrying about having to win arguments. You, which is one of the things I know we've all talked about. Is yeah, you're able to walk away. Yeah, you can walk away from it. You don't have to win. You don't. There's no, because there's no really winning. I mean, there's no winning. Basically, even if you won the argument, you didn't win anything. Well, but and, I think there's only hollow victory. What's interesting yeah. though is I think there is winning and losing, but this guy's just willing to lose. Like yeah. I mean, in in, in, in in literally in kind of the same way, I mean, Jesus lost. Yeah. Like, just willing to just, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, just willing to completely just capitulate mm-hmm. and lay down and be like, all right, well, is that so? Okay. Well, well I know. I guess I'm a dad I know, now. Like, I know, what the fuck? Like, I know Pete Holmes has said in the past, what, I will eat it all. That's like, a Ram Dass, yeah. yeah, I mean, I will eat it all. Like you, that's essentially what, that same quote. That's yeah. essentially what this is: is that you're, you're willing to take whatever is given to you, or thrown at you, or foisted upon you, and well, this is what it is. Yeah, I just don't know how to get there. Like I, I mean, because it is there is a, um, there is just a surrendering to life that I think that if you're going to actually be free. You have to truly just surrender to everything. Yeah. It, you know, growing up, it was it was you know surrendering to Jesus or God or whatever. whatever yeah. it, but that was never defined other right. than just like oh, you gave your life to the Lord or whatever that nebulous <laughs> phrase yeah. or whatever. You know. You know we and I mean how many times growing up did we sing "I surrender all," which was bullshit. Yeah. But like, you know, but there there is. There's a there's a truth behind that that Christian cliche of surrender. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can call it surrendering to God. You can call it just surrendering to life, letting go, letting go, letting the one. Flow, jumping in the river, letting the flow take you. Whatever you want to say, like, but I don't know, man. I just I, I was reading this paragraph. I'm like, how like how do you? Because I've realized, like I said, I've realized especially this last week how I how unhealthy I am. Like I, I'm just a, a deeply right now. I'm deeply unhealthy. I'm letting every literal circumstance just. But aren't we all at this point? I, I yeah, mean, but that's no that's no fucking excuse. Yes, but 
I mean, that's it. Really, is no excuse. No, I mean because this this I think this koan is trying to get the point across that circumstances really shouldn't matter in your freedom. They shouldn't matter in your ability to surrender, your ability to just not give a shit about what your reputation is. Yeah, like. But but uh, nothing is real until it's tested, and I think that's where. That's true. So so yes, there, there were there were moments in all of our lives where where we were at peace. We were we were zen. We were we felt that, you know yeah. we were at one with what is. Um, but you know the last four or five months. It's all been tested. It's all been now. Now, really, how zen are you right now? Right. Uh, and, and it isn't until. And, I, and I've realized I'm not. Hey, here's a baby that's not right. yours, um, but we're going to say it's yours. Not until you're you're confronted with some sort of adversity, you don't know how. Well, and that's the zen thing you is, actually it is. Are. I think one of the the deeper parts of this koan is that we're all going to be handed babies that aren't ours. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we're all going to have we're, to eat shit sandwiches. I mean, it really like you're all going to be handed stuff in your life that you have no responsibility for, but it's going to affect you anyway. Yeah. Like, so the question is, what what do we do with that? I mean, yeah. And I've realized like one of the things that's interesting for me is that like as I've realized that I haven't meditated in six months, probably yeah. or more. Yeah. I, I really haven't been taking time to just be quiet and I don't know, practice a mantra or whatever. And what it's, I mean, it's not interesting. It's exactly what you would expect is when I was doing that regularly, I was seemed to be a much healthier person. Yeah. I yeah. seem to care much less about my reputation. I seem to be less angry as a person. And, and, it, and it, I mean, the thing that I struggle with is that it, there's a lot to be angry about. <laughs> the neighbors outside waving. There's a lot to be angry about. I mean, the you know the we talked about the mask thing. Nobody wearing them. Nobody gives a shit that like over a hundred twenty thousand people at this point yeah. in this country have died, and nobody fucking cares. Like, well, I, okay, and 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 I have a point to stuff to with saying. Trump and like mm-hmm. just the rampant corruption in that administration and the anxiety that goes with what the fuck's going to happen in November, like. All of that stuff has come together in, in like one hurricane yeah. of shit. Yeah. And so we're all being handed this shit sandwich. That we're ha- being handed this baby that isn't necessarily of our making. And personally, I'm not, I, I am just, I, I'm just on the defensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, I'm just constantly on edge and constantly on the defensive of like, and I think that's what kind of came out. I kind of unloaded on Brandon last week, and it wasn't his fault. Like he's yeah, right. He's he probably it. right. Yeah, he he does. I it. just like I I unloaded on him probably unfairly. A lot of my anxiety and my anger, and it's because I'm not healthy. Like yeah. I I've you know I've been handed the baby, and all right, I have I have something okay, that I want to interject. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so this is a conversation you and I have had a few times just about, um, I think, especially regarding, so we're reading these books about racism yeah. and how to be anti-racism yeah. or anti-racist. Yeah. Um, and so in a lot of the stuff that we're reading, uh, it, it, it's exposing a truth that, that isn't just surrounded around race, but this idea that, um, 
that that we have confronted demons. We have uh, we don't do racist things, so we're not racist anymore. What we benefit from from living in a in a culture that is inherently racist. Yeah. Um. But but one of the the interesting truths that I've found through these books is that that's a lot with spirituality. We get to a place, we read a book, and it's like, all right, I've graduated. I've yeah. graduated from that. I've learned that lesson. Now I'm moved on and it's not something I'm ever going to have to fucking deal with again. Yep. And I think that's what a lot of people, white people's problem and, and yes. liberal white people's problem is they read a book, they process that in their head and then they move on. Yep. And I think what happens is with just like with you, with your meditation, um, in mantras and stuff, it's a practice because it's not it's, it's not the end all be all it's right. it practices. Yes. It's called a yeah, practice yeah, yeah. because it's something right. you have to practice every yep. day. And yep. same with, with racism. It's something we have to fight every day yep. in ourselves and in, in those around us. And I think we get to a place where, you know, I read a Richard Rohr book. I've deconstructed it everything. And I, I've got it all figured out now. Or I went to therapy or I went to, What's the cliche that when a white guy goes to therapy one time, they graduate or whatever? Yes, like, they're an expert on 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 <laughs> right. on therapy. Like, uh, you know, and it's like, yeah, you're you're exactly right. I mean, I, I, you're exactly right. These things have to be practiced. Yeah, and, and that. So I, I'm I'm affirming so so LGBTQIA affirming. So my work is done here. Right. I can I I posted about something on social media, right. and so I no longer that that battle in me has changed. So. I'm not a concern. I'm not a contributor to the problem. Yeah, but the problem is, yeah. is you're not confronting it and you're not dealing with it on a, on a regular basis. Right. And so when you get handed the baby and sometimes being handed the baby means getting your ass handed to you by a yeah. black person or by a gay or trans person about your something you say or something. And then what happens if you, oh, haven't practiced, it's not me. It's not if you me. haven't practiced, you immediately you're, you're, you're on the defensive, you're on the defensive, your hair in the back of your neck stands up like a fucking cat. It's cornered and, and it's all you about lash ego. out and it's ego. It is. It's all ego. You don't identify yourself as a racist or somebody who is not affirming. You don't identify that. So when someone says something about you that is true, but doesn't align with who you see yourself as it's a really big punch to your identity and your yes, ego. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yep. I agree with you. 100%. Well, and I think, you know, to go back to, you said you haven't meditated in six months. I think part of what happens is we become comfortable. Yeah. And I oh, think that's sure. what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. We become yeah. super comfortable with who we are. Yeah. You know, I felt pretty good about myself after therapy and got pretty comfortable and felt pretty good about things. And then, but I've, I've become so comfortable. I've stopped growing. Yeah. I've stopped. I've, I, I kind of stagnated and, I mean, at least with the the stuff I'm reading now, it's at least challenging the way I view myself. So yeah. it's, it's sort of a, a different a step in a different direction for me to to read, you know, white fragility and go, yeah. oh shit, that's been me my entire life, like, and how I've benefited from the system, and and then reading um, uh, between the world and me and going. I have no idea what it's like to be a black person. I mean, like, dude, and, I was talking about that book. I was know. like, no, you don't. And it's, no. it's, it's not, yeah, it's crazy. It's a, it's an incredible book, but it is not a comfortable read because you know, because it's like, I can't imagine my son is going to turn 14 this month. Yeah. Like ne or next month that he wrote that book to his 15 year old son. Yeah. I will never know. No, I will never have to write a book like that to uh -uh. my son. Like uh -uh. I can't even fathom what it's like to be able to or have to write something like that to your son 
to explain how the world works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's why I think, I mean, I think part of learning to, um, learning, you know, being able to kill off the ego and and becoming more able to accept the baby as it were. Yeah. Is, is, is seeking out discomfort intentionally. Yeah, absolutely. Seeking out ways to make yourself uncomfortable, whether it's in conversations and talking to people and going, talking to your, your black friend and going, are there ways that I've been unintentionally racist that I need to be aware of or to, you know, your LGBTQ friend, there's, is there a way that I've been less than affirming that I could be more affirming? And I think you have to have those conversations with your friends who you're close with. Oh yeah. It's not their job to explain to you the ways you've been racist or the ways you've been not an ally. Yeah. It's, it's not their job to explain that to them. So I think that's got to come from a a relationship that's preexisting. Absolutely. But I think you can, there are other ways for you can to be educated and do that self reflection through Mm -hmm. books, through podcasts, through, you know, different experience and and walking outside of your discipline. Your, your discomfort and we as white men have the ability to be really fucking comfortable mm-hmm. we really really do I, and I, mean, I, and I think, I think that was the entire point of white fragility is like you're like I, well I th- not even just that I think that's what you're seeing in this country right now so like you see so many white people who generally lean conservative but it's not all conservative it's also white liberals that are what you're seeing with the Black Lives Matter, what the Black Lives Matter movement is doing is exposing a crisis in this country. Yeah. A crisis that has existed from our very inception and even before our inception as a country. Yeah. That, and, and so you've got people, you've got white people that are saying, okay, we need to confront this crisis. And that starts in myself. But then you've got a faction of people that are going, no, fuck these people. They're the actual racists. Yeah. And what that is is just burying your head in the sand and going, I would rather not deal with the crisis, and so we're going to pretend the crisis doesn't exist. So yeah. I'll listen to Charlie Kirk or Ben Shapiro or all these faux intellectuals that actually think that they're smart. And, like, you know what I'm saying? That are that are, are telling – or I'll, I'll find the, the video of the two black people that don't agree with the Black yeah. Lives Matter movement, and that's my truth. And what that is is that you're seeing – you see that – there's a group of people that just refuse to deal with the crisis in themselves because until we deal with this, it's convenient. It's convenient. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, it is, it's been painful to read white fragility, to read between the world and me and realize the ways that I myself have contributed to the problem yeah. and still contribute to the problem. And I'm, I'm trying to deal with the crisis in myself yeah, because I don't think I can truly. De- I, I started reading just tonight a book. Um, I think it's our next book we should give away next week, maybe. Well, in two weeks. In two weeks. Yes. Uh, by Rhonda McGee. She was on uh, Pete Holmes's podcast last last Wednesday, um, and she wrote a book. God, I just started reading. I can't. It's about uh, the. Oh, it's called the inner work of racial justice, and she takes of the point the view of like she kind of leans Buddhist. Yeah. Um. And she has, and, and so she's basically saying like, until we, um, if we deal with our own inner shit, we can then deal with other people that don't agree with us externally and all this other stuff. Like that's the key. And so we have to deal with this shit in ourselves. We have to accept the baby personally. Yeah. 
in order to accept the baby nationally, well, culturally, yeah, yeah. socially, whatever. And I want to say, I need to think through this. As white people, we have a, a definite privilege in that we can sort of sit back and read these books and learn in comfort. Yes. Yeah. Before we, we experience we can be, the comfort, we can discomfort. Passive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, fuck. I had a point to that shit. And that it wasn't is that. the point, yeah, though. That, no, like, there was something else beyond but that. But we can. We have the privilege to be so passive that we never have to confront any of these these demons. And, and that if you look at our lives, just take our three lives right here. All along the way, we have reached, when we've gotten uncomfortable, we panicked, we figured it out as quickly as we could, and then, ah, we're good again. And that's gone with religion, it's gone with war, it's gone with uh, LGBT community, it's gone with race. We we want to be comfortable, and until we realize that it's not just... I've learned, I've graduated, I've learned that mistake, I've, I've learned that lesson, mm-hmm. uh, but until we realize that it is not a, a text that we finish and take a test and we're done, it's a continuous journey of learning, N- spiritually, uh, I- intellectually, and, and, and throughout the rest of our lives, uh, and I would say like spiritually, I can tie it to that of, I don't feel like I've figured it all out yet. And I don't, I honestly don't fucking care if I ever like am there. I don't want to be there. What I want to do is continue growing and walking down this path that is, that is out before me and, and always ask the question and be able to take that baby and be like, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Until, until we realize that it's not about the destination, it's about the journey where we're going to continuously try and find comfort, uh, where it lands. Do you have? Did you think of it yet? No, it's gone. God damn it! Man. I know. It, it, I went on that shit. big rant. Let's move out to time. A, that was good. Let's put out. Let's let's move to another point. Another thing I took from this. Come on. What about the ability to love things without possessing them? What? Okay. What do you so mean? So he takes the baby. He loves the baby. Takes care of the baby, but he doesn't. When it comes time for the the grandparents to take the baby back, he's just like, all right. So he loves these. He loves this baby, but he doesn't possess the baby. Mm. Yeah, he doesn't see it as his thing. He doesn't throw a fit and say, "No, this is my baby. I've raised I this raised baby." It. He loves the baby without possession. Yeah, and I, I'll say that for me, the first thing that comes to mind is something that I can personally say that, in general, I'm not always perfect to this. Again, I'm not always perfect to this, but I, I'm working towards this. Is that I can have opinions, but I don't necessarily possess my opinions. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to be wrong. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> Again, I, there's obviously times where like Brad said, where you're not healthy. You think your opinion's the shit and you're going to make it sure everybody knows it. Yeah. I mean, but, this, this podcast is built on the idea that we have, uh, we have shit figured out. And the truth is we don't have shit figured out. No, and, but and, I, and we've deconstructed throughout. throughout the I series, think, I mean, I but, think in the last 216 episodes, we've come a long way in realizing that, Oh, we don't have, yeah. And we have changed our opinions over yeah. 216 episodes. I mean, a lot. Drastically. Drastically yeah. in a lot of cases. Um, so that uh, that yeah, to me is... when it, we cared about being Christians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was barely hanging on when we started. Um, but like the, uh, the idea that you can... You know, in this podcast, I'm willing to be wrong about something. Yeah. Um, 
I'm willing to have my opinion challenged most of the time. <laughs> I'm always again. I'm always gonna. I won't like it, but after a certain uh, cooling off period, I will think through it and realize, oh, maybe I was wrong. Three months later, when it's your idea, <laughs> I'll still. Ah! <laughs> and he's pissed. I'm gonna go get a beer. No, you don't need a beer. Get a beer. No, I but I think that's, I mean, you know. Sorry, Matt. I love you. <laughs> Can we go back to loving each other? Uh, Just nope. Left. He's, he's gone. Oh. All right. Well, I guess that covers it, right? No, I mean, I... I, I I'm not sure, like... I mean, I think to love something without... Possessing it is insanely difficult. Yeah, I mean, how often do you? I mean, I mean, just think of like the the language that we use about our wives. My wife. My wife. I don't. I don't. It drives me crazy when guys call their wives the wife. It drives. Me oh yeah, fucking Fuck crazy. And I'm guilty of saying my wife. Oh, all absolutely. The time. So am I. Like I. Oh, I'm sorry. But I don't say it in like a derogatory manner, but it still denotes possession. But it's. My wife. They're not mine. Right. Not exactly. Mine. That's exactly right. That's what I'm they trying to say. They are their own person. It. That's what kind of struck me about this is how even I try to possess the things that I love. Yeah. I don't do it. It's not even a conscious, a conscious thing. But you. How do we get to the point where we love something without it being ours? But yeah, and we we live in a society that's based on uh, uh, um, it's a caste system where he who owns the most at the top, uh, it's he's thought of as the best, the best off. You know, I own all these things. We we live in a in a culture that values owning things. Hmm, that's a little racist, isn't it? Right. I mean. But but we it, it, we that's the way the sh- the shape of this culture is is owning things signifies some sort of better off. I just wonder how like is it even avoidable to to use possessive language when you're talking about your loved ones? I mean, that's what I think is really difficult. And, and maybe I don't know. I mean, maybe it. I mean, if I use, I mean, if I use, if I say my wife, does that mean I don't love my wife? Not necessarily, but I wonder if the purest kind of love is a non-possessive love. To, to hold things loosely instead of with a firm grasp. Right. But it, just saying my wife, does that mean you're possessing her? I, but, but that, but you're saying, pos- using but that a possessive is possessive word. language. You see what I'm saying? I mean, that. Yeah, but. Yeah. I just wonder, I just wonder if there's something, uh, Almost subconscious happening there. Yes, there is. That I mean, I can because I can. Say, of course, I love my wife. My wife. That's not right. He'll think of it in three months and tell us <laughs> he agrees. But you know what I'm saying? That is possessive. Language. Oh, I, 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 I get what you're and saying. So I'm just not sure. I'm. I just you. wonder. I. I'm, but I wonder if there's something more insidious under the surface there that we well, aren't I, acknowledging. I, I, I know that there, that it, that it is a thing because I have been corrected before when people say when I talk about my wife, and um, they have said, you know, she, she has a name, right? It's not just your wife, right? Okay, but if it's somebody that you don't know, and you go, so Sarah, and they're like, who the fuck is Sarah? Oh, she's my right. Wife. And that's what I'm wondering. Like, is, is like, that I, avoidable? I don't know. I, 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 hmm. I, I don't know that it is. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I, 
Matt's not ready for this yet. I get what you're saying, but I'm not sure. Well, I'm not sure I'm ready for it. Like I, I'm just asking the this question. Is for I don't episode 500. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that it's anything insidious. I. I yeah, but I just at I, least but, in that instance. But here's the I thing: mean, is that a lot of the stuff that's under the surface is actually the truth. Yeah, and so that's what I wonder if when we say that. That there's a there's a deeper truth going on, something deep down that we don't really want to admit, that's and that's possible. that we see our wives as our property, essentially. Man, but that'd be that's buried pretty fucking deep. Well, like, I mean, maybe exactly. But, mean, but it's if not, it's buried that deep and you're not even aware of it, I mean, if it doesn't affect how you treat your wife, but it maybe even, it does. Maybe it does. That's what I'm saying. Is I don't know. Like, I I feel like I tried. I mean, I. I treat my wife fairly well. I'm not perfect, but like what my wife, God damn it. I said you just it again. Did it again. God damn that's it, what Brad. I'm saying. Like it's so ingrained that I wonder if there's a, if there's a weird deeper truth there that is keeping me from loving Mandy more than like that, that I could possibly be loving her better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if there's some weird block there that I, I'm haven't dug deep enough to even really, and we have to all, so we grow up, we grew up in a, a, a community um, that, that at, on some level didn't treat women the same way oh, as men. Not on some level, on most levels. Most levels. Yeah. And, and women can't speak in church. They can't right. teach. They can't teach. They can teach kids, pastors. but not like, yeah. Right. So I, I think there is something deep down inside of us uh, from the culture that we were born right. into. Right. That's what I'm saying. That we, yeah. we will have to constantly fight to be right. able to uh, treat right. people with equality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I, from this co on, I just see that, you know, I mean, they come back and they get the baby and he just lets the baby go. He's loved that baby as his own, even though he knew it wasn't. And then when they come back to get it, he just releases the baby. Like, yeah, because it's, it's not his, but he loved it anyway. Like, I think it's cause he's holding it loosely. Right. And I, I think about like, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I, it just struck me reading this co on that. I was like, Oh my God. Like he just lets the baby go. I mean, can you imagine like being able to, I mean, maybe there's a, there's a, there's a truth to this that at some point, you know, with our, our own children, we have to let them go. Yeah. Or what happens if your wife, your wife, your wife, uh, all of a sudden wife. says, I, I'm leaving. Yeah. Are you able to let her go? I mean, people have their lives wrecked because of it. I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 I'm, 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 this is like me wrestling in real time yeah. with this. Cause I don't know necessarily know the answer. I just wonder if there's a lot of possessiveness with, um, our, a lot of our relationships Yeah, that we, that is under the surface that we don't necessarily see or acknowledge. There probably is. I just don't. My hang up is with we're kind of getting hung up on language and language matters, though, bro. I think language does matter. I think language is important. It's what we have to communicate. I know. And I think our words actually communicate our truth. And they can be hurtful regardless of how your intent. And that's that's the thing. That's so, another thing I learned. So reading white fragility is your it, intent doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean <laughs> shit if it still hurts somebody. No, I agree. I don't know. I'd really have to think about it. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I the, like I agree with your basic point. The idea of, of of letting go of not of holding everything loosely, essentially, yeah. of of not possessing anything, including your opinions, including your loved ones, including 
um, all of that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm just not, I'm not sure about. I don't know what the word is. The way you're describing it, maybe that's where my hang up is. Yeah. Um. So I was thinking about. I'll just. So, so I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of something recent where I couldn't let shit die, um, which is uh, hilarious because I will. I will. I will beat it the horse till it's dead. Really? We know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we got a we got a um, an email from the podcast, and I, I sent it to you guys. Um, somebody uh, hit us up on on through our website, and they're like, um, "What it? What did it say? Unoriginal or something like something that?" Like that. <laughs> they listened to the first episode, and they wrote uh, <laughs> "unoriginal" in all caps, and um, it's like. You guys are like uh, drunk ex-pastors and uh, the Bad Christian podcast. And I normally would have been just like, ah, who cares? But for whatever reason, that day it hit me wrong. I was like, I'm right. going to fucking write it. a long-ass email to this person. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I did. I did write it. A, 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 uh, did you send us that? I, I didn't send you my response. Right. Would you like to hear it? Yes, right, absolutely. I had no idea. Let me see. I gotta That's f- funny because that I, I laughed at that email that you showed us. I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, it, and it's, you know. It's, yeah, listen to us now. We're not the Drunk Ex-Pastors yeah. or the Bad Christian Podcast. Trying to find if I can. Because I, cause I. Hold on. Shit. <laughs> Sifting through all my fucking emails. Apparently it was a long time ago this happened. It wasn't that long. I got a lot of emails in my sent box. Fourth of July is coming up. Yeah. Little Jimmy. It's the only... (laughs) The only national anthem I will uh, acknowledge, uh-huh. in case you're wondering. Fuck <laughs> it. You can't find it? No, I can't find it. I know I, I sent it. You didn't send the response, so... I didn't send you the response, but I sent you the email. If I could remember his fucking name. Oh, yeah, here it is. Got it. All right. Uh, Just got to the good part. Here's the message. Anthem. Subject, unoriginal. In quotes, I think. Uh, message. I've only listened to uh, the first episode, but I'm pretty sure y'all are a combination of Bad Christian Podcasts and the Drunk Ex Pastors. Nevertheless, I'm excited about listening to more, and which is <laughs> fine. Like it's just it's just a weird diss. Um, I'm trying to find my response. So he's listening. So you went ahead and decided to send an email and turn him off to it completely. Yeah, great. Um, it was that Patreon money. That's uh, fine. We're not we're not getting it. Well, not now. God damn it. Michael, god damn, what are you doing? I'm trying to find my response. It's not just on here. Go ahead. With Do what? Some, move on with something else. I don't know. <laughs> Do you have other questions, Brad? I do. <laughs> Thank you for that, Michael. That was very important. God damn it. But anyway, so I, I just had I, I had to my ego wanted yeah. me to tell this motherfucker that number one, we are nothing like those fucking Republican bad Christians because, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Literally never listened to that podcast. Yeah, I've, once, I've never listened so to them, but no I know that they have do. some stupid, ignorant opinions. Um, 
so I never listened to that. Drunk ex pastors, they're fine. I'd never heard of them when we started the podcast. Mm-hmm. We had one of them come on the podcast. It was fine. They were nice. Yeah. Do I listen to that podcast? No, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not. Whatever. God damn it. Okay. So I I, yeah. I responded, and uh, the the beauty of um my response was that it came back as undeliverable. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to just sit in it. I had to fucking. That's amazing. They put a fake email address in there, and it uh, fucking uh, cowards. Yeah, that's hilarious. Oh, here, here's my response. Found it. Uh, what the hell kind of comment is that? <laughs> Whispers. It's a fucking rude comment. Crying emoji face. If we had never heard of either of those podcasts when we started, I could tell you our influences. But since you started off so rude, I'm not going to bother. Uh, we did eventually have Stellman on from DXP on one, on at one point. Uh, I was we on have, his podcast. We are nothing like the BC guys. Um, once you get a few under a belt or listen to a newer episode, you'll figure that out. Listen, don't listen. We don't care. <laughs> Apparently, we do care because I had to fucking write that email. Well, you do. Who fuck? Who fucking cares? Um, but I, I love that it came back undeliverable. It made me so happy that just. I couldn't use a burner phone to send it to us. Apparently, (laughs) God. So who cares? But no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean it's like it. it, it, uh, Yeah, I mean we. On one level, I don't give a damn about this podcast, but when we get criticism, sometimes it's like, man, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Don't listen. Who the care? Yeah, which is just an ego response. That's all it is. It's just an instinct response, I think. Well, I I know, but like, I mean, I. It's annoying to me when anybody else is trying to drag somebody else for no good reason. So it's so yeah. when it's especially me, I'm like, "Fuck you!" Right? Is, is, there, is there a difference between an instinct response a and Dick Kyle? Yeah, <laughs> fucking Scott. <laughs> is there is there a difference between um, an ego response and just an instinctive response? I think like if ego you, I mean, I, I guess instinct. to me, I guess to me, it's almost like it becomes ego when you dwell on the instinctive response. Um, if if I become auto, if I automatically have a response, like in my brain, go well, that's fucking stupid. Is that an ego response or is that just an inst- instinct response? Yeah, I think it's I ego, think though. I think they're I think they're tied up. I think I they're think definitely the instinct tied up. and ego. I think are I said tied. they were sort of tied up. But yeah. does it become one? Does it become ego after a certain period of time dwelling on it? Well, but what's that period of time? Because we talk I mean, about, I, because I we always like, talk about we'll feel your feelings. Sit. Sit in your anger, sit in your whatever. I, oh, here's, what, here's what I think. I think maybe it's, yeah, it's an instinct, and that's not necessarily bad, because I, the anger response is a natural response to things. Sure. That's just life. I mean, that we were given a brain with a fucking lizard section. It, right, that is, where everything goes through first. It, yeah. yeah, right. And so the question, I think, is not do you get angry, it's... Are you able to are you able to process that anger and go, wait, why was I angry? Oh, because my ego was dented. Well, who fucking cares? Right. Like also acknowledging there are things worth getting angry about. Of over. course. Like black right. people being killed. Well, by of cops. course. Right. That's what I mean. Right. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just but I, that's that, that to me, I mean, as a white man, that's different than that's that's way different than somebody insulting our podcast. Right. Yeah. Fucking, yeah, yeah. Like that's not right. even on the same goddamn plane. No, no, not I mean if you're so, gonna if you're gonna accuse of Accuse us of plagiarism. At least guess the right podcast that we stole from. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think that's the key is can, I, can you let the anger go and can you process your anger and go, why was I angry? Yeah. Because I think that's where growth happens is when you're able to stop and go, 
why did that email from that random dude piss me off like it did on that day? What was going on yeah. in my in my mind? Why did this trigger my ego this day, this time? That's, and, you, and you know you grow when you get the next Because it's email, interesting because you when you sent that to me, it didn't bother me at all. I laughed, but it could have hit me on another yeah, day. It, it, any it other day, it would have been another fine. day, and I could have like, just been an like, idiot. and I could have just been like, man, fuck that asshole. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's rip his ass. Like, it doesn't, but that day it was fine. So how do we process those emotions? Because I think that's what, that's emotional maturity. I think to, you acknowledge to be able to acknowledge your emotions, process those emotions and go, why, why did I have that emotion in that moment? Well, that's what we talk about with awareness. I mean, that's what awareness, right. that's what awareness is, is going, I'm having this feeling. Why am I having this feeling? Right. That's really fucking hard. It takes a lot. That of, takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, a lot of practice, well, all and, a lot of, and a lot of actual maturity too. like to not jump on Facebook automatically and defend yourself. Right. Which I did. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it started, I got my hackles up and was like, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, it was like a cornered but, animal. But and, you also, you, there also came a period where you go, I can't do this anymore. And you got off. Maybe next time it happens, you don't get on at all. Yeah. Or I mean, you but, get on, or you get on for less time. But I think or that's only like the post. That. I, that or, right there. Yeah, exactly. But there and may I be, think, cause there may be and steps. And I think you were at that point before where you didn't yes. make the post. Yeah, absolutely. You were mad about something and you sent a, the a message. The thing is, to I don't us. even know if I was, I don't even know if I was mad when I posted what I posted because it wasn't, an, I, I wasn't angry when I posted it, but like, Posting anything on social media is essentially just an exercise. But you in felt ego. like your voice needed to be heard Absolutely. in that moment, and that's Absolutely. why you. And then, you it, did it. and then, it, I wouldn't say it backfired because I think it resonated with a lot of people. Yeah, it did. But there was a lot of there was criticism, and it pissed me off. And why did it piss yep. me off? Well, it took me a couple days to realize it pissed me off because it, I took it as an attack on my identity. Yep, it wasn't. It was just somebody's opinion. Who gives a shit? But I could only see that after I mm-hmm. had the ability to step away. Yeah. But real maturity would be a probably not even posting it. Would be if you post it, literally just not giving a shit. Don't yeah. respond if people just want to criticize. Let them criticize. I don't because on I I realized a couple days later of going that I was like, like why did I feel the need to respond? What if you would have just have, responded? Is that so? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you, yeah. but you don't get to that. Without without the oh it took me two days to realize this and the next time oh it only took me one day oh next time I don't right even but post you the have thing. to I agree but you have to practice that I I exactly I, say you, I agree I have to practice and that. It I go, agree and it goes with holding things loosely and yes. then when you hold things loosely you're able to get to a place where uh, you can play on on the other side of this you can post that. And then play with it yeah. and have that conversation and, and not have it ruin your day or take up your entire fucking day. Yeah. And I'm not fucking there yet. I'm not to the right. point where I can post it and be cool with yeah. whatever and somebody I, fucking I thought says. I was, but I'm not because right now I'm not super yep. healthy. Like I'm just not, I'm okay with admitting that I'm not in a healthy place. And so I, I, you know, when I get that criticism, it, it immediately cuts. Yeah. And I bleed and I'm like, hey, fucker, I'm bleeding. Like, yeah. And so then what you do is you respond in kind. And I was fairly like I wasn't attacking necessarily the people that were coming after me. But that was it. It still pissed me off and it still hurt. And it's like I just yeah, I, I, I just I mean, the key is just to be able to hold things loosely, to be able to accept the baby and then give up the baby 
when it's time to give up the baby. But he didn't. And those he are, didn't get to that point overnight either. No, which is of the whole course. Point. I mean, he yeah. says he's a Zen, right. Zen master. Right. Like a Zen master, a Zen master wouldn't be on Facebook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, I, I just, I don't know. I, I've just been learning a lot in this, this of, about myself in this last week about my dishealth, unhealth, unhealth is the word. Dishealth is not a word. No, unhealth. Yeah. Um, lack of health, whatever. And when I read this koan, it was like, oh shit, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, not always, I'm not able to accept the baby whatsoever. Yeah. And then B, I'm not, if I do accept the baby, I'm not willing to let the baby go. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know. I just, this is, this one kind of resonated with me a lot. So you guys have anything else? I do. I have a couple. Yeah, of go for it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think it's do interesting. It. I think it's interesting that he didn't ask for an apology or restitution. He just moved on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the end, they, it, it, it's, it's interesting because it, I think a lot of times with parables, whether they're Zen parables or even like the parables of Jesus, I think a lot of the truth of what's being taught is what is in what is not said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it says in the koan that they came to ask for forgiveness or whatever. It never says anything about him, like his response. No. He, he doesn't ask for payment of, well, I took care of this fucking baby for a year. Yeah. He, he doesn't ask for restitution. He doesn't ask for, for he doesn't. Like he, he, there's, he's just, he just moves on. Like it's just it's like, essentially okay, well, the whole parable is the whole koan is him just saying, is that so through the whole thing, even without right, saying it, right? His behavior is, yes. is that so right? It is they came to ask for, proud. they came to ask for forgiveness. Is that so? Yeah. They took the baby. Is that so? Yeah. They didn't pay restitution. Is that so? Yeah. The whole thing is that right. And so that leads to my last point also is let's talk about what does it look like to live your life by the mantra? Is that so? I am one with the force. The force is with me. <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, it's it, that's just another way of <laughs> yeah, saying it. I know it is what it is, yeah. bruh. But I, yeah, I mean, it. It reminds me of Vonnegut. You know, so it goes mm-hmm. was what I what came to my mind, mm-hmm. which I'm still going to get a tattoo of that at some point mm-hmm. to constantly remind myself of. So it goes. Um. It, like. I, I just, I don't know. I just, that phrase resonates with me so much. And that is, is that so? Because to be able to encounter shit, which gets dropped in your lap, which will get dropped in your lap, whether it's a Facebook argument or something that actually fucking matters. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like whether, or it's, you know, you watch people in your community being killed by police, like, which is way bigger deal than anything on Facebook. Yep. Uh, like what is, what does it look like to live in our current situation by the mantra? Is that, is that so, I mean, are you going to be able to do that on November 3rd? If Trump wins, but not in a way that's or seventh. When is the fucking election? The sixth, sixth. What? Okay. what I, so what like, I like, like the day about after this the election, it's not, year, are you going to be able to do that? He doesn't do it in a way that's passive, though. That's the one thing that I want to point out is he's not doing it passively. He is holding the mm-hmm. the the obstacle or the baby or 
what he is presented with, he is holding with that and, and, and walking into that and finding, it talks about him finding milk from a neighbor and finding all the things that he needs from a neighbor. He, he is engaged in that. Is that so he is engaged in it in a way that's not just, I'm going to sit in my, on my deck and just read a book. And, and now I've learned right. all the things. It's important. There he is, is a, there he's is walking action. into yeah. it. There, there is, he's living it out and not in a way of just thinking it out. Cause, cause let's face it as uh, white guys, we like to think shit through before and not do yeah. shit yeah. and not be a part yeah. of that. Right. And not really um, be there for the people that, that we claim to be part of. If you want to be an ally be a goddamn ally. If you want to be anti-racist, speak up when people are being racist. Right. Be, speak up when people are being treated poorly because of their race. Yeah. Speak up. And I think that that that's 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 what stuck out to me was that it wasn't a passive zen. It was I'm living with this. I'm with it. I am with it. Yep. I agree, hundred percent. Time. So I mean, are you are you guys going to be willing to accept the baby of another four years of Trump in November? No. I mean, I'll have to. You have to. I mean, I'm gonna, am I going to be angry about I mean, it? Because the Fuck reality yes. is, it's a definite possibility. I mean, I know the I don't give a shit about the polls. It's well, a possibility. The polls, say that, uh, the polls said that Hillary was going to walk in November, yeah. and it didn't happen four years ago. So, you know, we can talk about that, but like. It's a very real possibility that that happens. So, yeah. are we willing to accept that baby as we watch our country descend into fascism? I mean, that's this is where I'm saying, like, this is where we got to practice that shit now. This is the thing is like, right? Uh, but uh, my problem, personally, I'm saying mine. Oh, I broke my dick off. Is a <laughs> well, goddamn man. There goes a little Smurf dick right here. That's great, Michael. I, what was I saying? I don't know, man. God damn it. I had a point. Kind of sad. Are you? Are we willing to accept this? Uh, right. I mean, are we? Uh, personally speaking, and not I, passively accept, actively accept, and, and work against. Oh, what I was and, saying was my my problem is that being a sort of hardwired for negativity. No. That I try to fight. Fuck you. Was that your that name I, in high school? Fuck you too. That I try That's to. That's a lost Metallica album. That I try to fight, but don't always win. I.e., last week's episode. Um, Who won? I didn't. I didn't get to the end. I won. Brandon okay. won. No, I won. No, I didn't. Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> I stand by it. I'm pretty sure. Um, whatever it is, I, I probably go with the baby. <laughs> I, I'm taking the baby away from. I accepted that Andrus baby and then dashed it on the rocks. Um, oh, Jesus ouch. Christ! <laughs> wow. Uh, I my, murder puppies. Brad murders babies. My problem is that I then descend into total negativity of um everything becomes hopeless and we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you see, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's what bit my mo on Facebook all week. Is my God, like, my God, why have you forsaken? I mean, me? it really is like. So what happens is, instead of accepting the baby, what I do to guard myself is to retreat. I don't want that fucking baby anyway. I retreat, mm-hmm. and I automatically just prepare myself for the worst. Mm-hmm. But that's 
that's a great defense mechanism, but it's not it's not a free way to live either. Yeah. No. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not with the baby when you're doing that. Right. Right. You're not living with it. No, the baby's sitting outside <laughs> in the rain. Like, in the rain. And so I, I I just I don't know, man. I I don't know what it looks like for me personally to live with an is that so mentality. You know, especially as I look toward with the anxiety of the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because I mean, I, you, Are you, know, you and the I fall have had, man? yeah, well, it's, it turns out it's going to coincide with the <laughs> fall no of the, time to change of the aut- autumnal equinox. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, I'm just not sure what it looks like in my life. So. Yeah. But I, I, mean, I think we all agree. It's a process that like you don't become the Zen master overnight. You, I mean, this guy was probably fairly aged. But I think to be an Zen master, I don't think you you can't look at life as a destination. There's no destination. Right. Yeah. No, I there's, there's that, only the road. Right. But I think I mean we live in such a goal oriented culture that it's almost natural to default to what's the like where's my destination? Which is when, when we stagnate. How do, how do I what, know? That's when you stagnate. How do I know when I'm there? When you accept that reality, that's right. when you that's when I stagnated. Right. Is I was like. I'm as healthy as I've ever been in my life. Awesome. Done. And I just lived in there. And I didn't consciously go, well, I'm done. You just sort of stop. Like, you just get comfortable in that in that spot. And so you need something. You need to intentionally head into the discomfort in order to get yourself out of that. Yeah. And that's, get on the road, bitch. And it's not easy to do. I mean, it's you're not going to read yourself into it. No. You're not going to. I mean, the books the books I read were not comfortable, but they that's not discomfort. I mean, that's. It's got to go that six inches from your head to your heart, Matt. What? Six inches? I don't know how many inches. 18 inches? Michael, I don't know. God. 12 inches? We're done. That's it. It's over. 6.5 <laughs> inches? That'll do it. Michael, hit the button. Yeah, that'll, that'll do it. Somebody got a, a yardstick I can measure? No, Close. I don't, Michael. I have a dick stick right here. How long is that dick stick? It's about eight inches. That's eight in yeah, I guess. It's probably about pretty close. Seven. It's at least six. It's definitely at least six. Michael, hit the button. Are you bending it? What do you know with that? Michael. Yeah. I've had it with this game. I'm going for a scuttle. That's just that's where I'm at now. <laughs> God, I love Zoidberg. Yeah. That's love. that's just where I, I'm just I'm keeping that on the soundboard. Love Zoidberg. That's where I'm going in moments like this. Michael, God damn it! <laughs> I refuse to accept the baby that is Michael Bates. <laughs> I'm here. No shit. Like it. God. The five stars get red, but one star is dead. Two eyes. I'm Chris Hansen. No, you're not. Yes, sir. No, you're not. Yes, sir. Foghorn Blues God, it's time to feel your power <laughs> We're gonna sing it through the nation Is this Neon Steeple? Yeah! No, not a banjo Jesus Christ uh, No, five stars Did we have one last week? Mm-hmm. We had oh. two, sort of 
Oh, really? Yeah, somebody... Uh, we had one and then one that doesn't count. One that doesn't count was on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I don't know how to... We may have some in Canada. I don't have any fucking idea because I don't know how to get there. You know how to get to Canada? You just go north. Yeah. No, on Straight iTunes. through north. For a while. On the podcast app, I don't know. Just jump over the Lake Michigan. You're so there. if you send us a five-star, you're going to have to send me a screenshot because I can't get to it. Oh, I forgot she's in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Even though we literally said it at the beginning of the podcast when she won the book. Well, I didn't, I forgot that she was the five star. Yes. Well, Twitter. Twitter. Um. Okay. That's Yum yucker at Octoon Casey. Ah, uh, we had a conversation today about uh, the new, um, uh, what is it? Sirius FM. Sirius. Mm-hmm. Sirius uh, XM. XM. Yeah. Uh, uh, they have a new YouTube, YouTube channel, station. and I was like, I hate to be. I'm surprised. I don't want to yuck your yum, but I'm. Why is this a big deal? And then she explained that they're like exclusive interviews. Artists are involved in. in There's everything. a Tom Petty channel. I mean, and she said I need to change my maybe a Pearl, Pearl Jam, Jam channel. There's several. Yeah. yeah, but they have a lot of insight into like. There's a fish what channel goes in there. They can do interviews. Yeah. Apparently, um, she said that Bruce Springsteen has been doing a lot of. Uh, Adding content during this time. Uh, Did you say Spingsteen? Spingsteen? Yeah, Sping. Spingsteen. Anyway, she says, I'm not sure if I'm Team Brad or Team Blowjangles. You're Team Brad. Uh, But last week's conversation was spot on from where I'm at right now. Also, just making sure you know that the new U2 station is going live on Sirius XM this week. Hashtag they call it the Chili Dog. Hashtag you're a killer, Brad. Hashtag U2 PSA. Uh, We did get a... (laughs) Tweet of a picture from uh, Ray at Galactic Wanderlust. Yeah. Uh, hey, Ray, I miss you, buddy. <laughs> there's a beer called Fuck COVID Hazy Pale Ale. Well, there you go. I'd drink it. I mean, I'd try it. Yeah. Uh, putting on the COVID? fits at JFitz432. Uh, if, if Trump wins in the fall, it's going to be Putin on the fits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. If America is now Rome, then Trump should now be referred to as Orange Julius Caesar. Absolutely. Hashtag they call it the Chili Dog. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, Jason. There you go, buddy. Pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it. I don't have very many hashtags. I don't either. Yeah, yeah it wasn't a very hashtag-rich environment. Michael? Uh, you going to play the... Yeah, I can. Are you going to play the song? I guess. Well, you're chewing on that blue dick. Well, we paid for I hope he like jokes on it. Check on that blue dick. Oh. I got it. Got it. Oh. Hashtag ate the cherry off his penis. <laughs> it's just right to the point. Uh, hashtag Kalua killed a guy. Kalua? Yeah, it was the monkey. The monkey. Uh, hashtag mom getting all lathered. Ew. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay, well. Hashtag, Get it. Hashtag. <laughs> I regret everything. It's my favorite one. Hashtag the cover was in shreds. <laughs> God, we just. <laughs> just wore that thing out. <laughs> well. You just sit at home yeah, home yeah, we sure did. We sure did. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, hashtag accept the Andrew, accepted the Andrus baby. <laughs> And then dashed it on the rocks. Uh, hashtag Jesus Monkey. Hashtag Jimmy and the Vegs. <laughs> hashtag Mom getting all lathered up. Oh, God. That's even worse. That's somehow worse than what I had. Oh. 
Hashtag I broke my dick off. Hashtag dick stick. And then hashtag choke on that blue dick. A lot of, a lot of dick references there. Michael, I've got, dare, dare uh, I ask? Uh, hashtag press your lips and whistle. What? I don't remember. What the fuck? Press that, was your from lips. Ha- that was from the uh, bright side. <laughs> press your lips yeah. and whistle. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Wait, what was on it? The, uh, press your lips and whistle. Yeah. yeah. It's part of the bright side. The bright song. side song. Is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, t- touch is my biggest love language. <laughs> you know, you motherfuckers. No, I did, don't. Don't no, motherfucker. No, no, no. Me. Fuck you. You were part of it too. You. I, as soon as I said I'm a big on touch, you. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to the glorious past. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Are you new here? God. Um. Go full limp biscuit. I don't. Yeah, something. Oh, because you're angry, I think. Something. It's okay. going to be our last episode. We're going to do a limp biscuit. Yeah. No, we're fucking not. Uh, <laughs> Michael, Michael gets to eat it. it no. No. <laughs> Never again. Never again. Uh. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, uh, Reese's Jesus, <laughs> and chewing on that blue dick. God, I, just, I like Reese's Jesus. <laughs> Wait, is it Reese's Jesus or Reese's Cheeses? Reese's Cheeses, cheeses or Cheeses? Cheeses, as in plural cheese, multiple cheese. What? Reese's Jesus. Reese's Jesus. Jesus. What are you? What are you giggling at? Jesus. Reese's Jesus. Matt's giggling at something, and I don't know what. Jesus. Reese's Jesus. Michael, stop! My God, Urban Dictionary for Limp Biscuit. Yeah, you didn't know what it was. You didn't know. Several guys stand in a circle around biscuit, possibly a a weed digestive. They all began to jerk off. <laughs> you didn't know what it you was? You didn't like, know? Onto the biscuit. And then one, the last person has to eat it. The last person to come has to eat the soggy biscuit. My face is getting... There's a definite loser in that game. Yeah, it's going to be Josh Casey. Yeah. We're going to have him up on the last episode. <laughs> he won't be able to jerk off till he sees a picture of Gandalf. He's <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> oh, 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 God. I don't care. Just pick one. Reese's Cheeses? Yeah. Okay. No, that's shit. Or Jesus Reaches Jesus. What about Jimmy and the Vegs? How about the cover was in shreds? <laughs> How about... uh about mom getting all oiled no! up? No! Yeah, that's No! Mom getting all oiled up? No! No! No, no it's laughing Jesus, Michael. Michael. No, I was just... My, my mind went to the oil. The like, cover was in shreds. Some baby oil? Michael. Yeah? I... I don't even fucking care anymore. Just fucking pick something. God. My vote. My votes. The cover was in shreds. Michael, I don't care. Pick one. 
I don't care. What was yours? What did you, I want the one that you said. <laughs> Mom getting all lathered up. Yeah, that's one. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> who cares? Who fucking cares? <laughs> I mean, honestly, who hey. cares? Well, I know it's going to win at the fifth. Just remember, is that so? <laughs> this, this is the baby you're presented with. Oh, I'm willing to let this go, believe me. <laughs> this yeah. is the baby. I don't want this. <laughs> this is the baby you're being handed. I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to dash that fucker on the rocks. God. <laughs> all right. It's going to be mom. Getting all wow. Boy, that is. Uh, You've listened to this episode. It is entirely special. Hit us up with the hashtag. Hashtag mom getting all lathered up. We're on Twitter. Man. At Pastors Podcast. At po- no, you know what? No. Did, did mom ever tell you about Basinger. when on their honeymoon they watched midget porn? Sorry. Yeah. What? It was called midget porn then. It's dwarf porn. Yeah. yeah. Small person. Yes. What? Yeah, Where I think you? I did know that. Why yeah, are they on their honeymoon. I, dude, I don't even want to know. Like, there's a, apparently mom and dad were in some freaky. Yeah, shit. you get to the point where you realize that your parents were a bunch of fucking freaks. <laughs> like, if that book was any indicator, like, where, where was this book from? Was it Frederick's the Hollywood? No, no I, it was some like weird rando like. Sorellas. Did she have one of those? Frederick's a Hollywood at some point. Oh, maybe she did. I feel like I used that at some point. <laughs> I think I might have too. <laughs> I had it. Frederick's was the good shit. Victoria's Secret could go fuck herself. Victoria's <laughs> Secret was only two steps above the Sears catalog. Frederick's, Frederick's was the key. That was the freaky shit. shit. That was like the no like like crotchless <laughs> panties and like nippleless bras and like yeah. R.I.P. Frederick's of Hollywood. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait, are they still around? I don't know, but how bad a business you have to be to, like, fuck that up? Jeez. I'm looking it up. I don't Frederick's know of Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, wait, they are still, wait, are they still around? I don't know. It's probably just Frederick's. Oh, yeah, they are. Are they really? Yeah, they sure are. Oh. All right, well. Well, <laughs> delete. I'll be back. <laughs> Subscribe. <laughs> I'm going to go <laughs> kill some babies. <laughs> I feel like they were so controversial. Did they have, like... Or was it just was it just strictly lingerie? Or I think like, it was, were there but it was like and shaky shit. shit in my yeah, mind. I don't know. Fredericks, I thought Fredericks was just like a lingerie and stuff. Yeah, but it was like the it was the it was like the crotchless. It was yeah. the real shit. Yeah, it was. <laughs> don't give me any of this Victoria's leather and shit. buckles and <laughs> Are we still fucking recording? spikes and shit and Are we still yeah recording? yeah we're still recording. Boy, that's yeah, it was rough. <laughs> That was you tell felt you felt tell really liked it. you felt really fucking I did, dirty. I did some that. extra prayers after jerking you still off you felt really stuff. dirty after those. Yeah, jerking off to your parents' magazine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where we were. That's, yeah, a little inside into the poly the poly ethos. Oh God! Oh my God! In this podcast. All right. Jesus. Goodbye.